0: Welcome to the Life In Podcast, a safe space where we have fun and honest conversations about our experiences and thoughts as young girls trying to find our way through this thing called life. Join us, Jeanette Wasinda and Ugo Iduma,
1: as we take on real issues and learn together. Well, guys, let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome to the Life In Podcast. So today we're just going to be talking about Ugo's experiences, you know, having lots of interviews and the whole waiting for a job um, gist. <laughs> so it's it's just like a life update, and would love to uh, hear from Ugo and then share with you guys what the experience is like, and uh, for someone that is already in that season, and for some of us that are still. waiting uh there are still haven't gotten to that season yet how to prepare our minds you know towards um the waiting for the job season so hello go
0: hello so i actually think maybe i'm a guest or something i'm still the (laughs) co-host for those of you listening for the first time yeah it's still me design check out other episodes but still me speaking
1: yeah but, but uh it's good to sit and talk about us for a moment (laughs) it's been a long time we talked about us and what's been happening so so what has been happening in the last few months what's the life of what have you been up to
0: i haven't really been up to much actually Mm. but i feel like a lot has actually happened in the last couple of months um most recently i got i got the job but i got an i got an i i don't know if i should call it a job because it's, it's an internship but i do take it very serious and i do call it the job but yeah. it's an internship um um what has also to be happening i think if once i begin to be serious i think i'm in the process of writing um another journal um article for publication i wow. think that's still there um, I'm also to planning my birthday. I'm gonna be 25 soon, so I'm really looking forward to it. Anybody yeah. that can squeeze me one million, see, don't squeeze me five thousand. I did not start want five. No squeeze me five k.
1: Please. You've, you've lowest is thirty
0: thousand.
1: Anything you get, you eh? receive. Anything you see, you receive, ma'am. <laughs> In this Buhari period,
0: I'll I, I, I'll I'll soon share my birthday list to the public. <laughs> but there's no squeeze on five k. <laughs> this year another year you
1: can squeeze me 5k but not this year can you, can you hear yourself <laughs> it's supposed to be like upward ever why would they give you 5k now and then leave it to next year when you should be asking for like much more, 12, more 5k the economy
0: right now is being hard Sardini is 600 now <laughs> don't squeeze me 5k about i can't buy much as per each year i'm like, if I turn 25, at least you should squeeze me It's 25. Mm. Once I turn 30, please, know that the economy,
1: by the time I'm turning 30, is going to be a little depends bigger. on the currency, so, 25, watts. you have to be very, very specific.
0: I only deal with pounds. <laughs> I don't even deal with dollars. And <laughs> uh, please don't send me twenty five dollars. ever me, I reject. <laughs> you can only buy one Zara top, please. So when I say that, I mean like you know two thousand five hundred. As you know, twenty five
1: hundred. <laughs> what about twenty five thousand ah, pounds?
0: I can accept that. That is. It seems fair. It seems very fair. Thank
1: you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. £25,000. My gosh. That would be like a very, it would be a a big birthday party if I think you should get 25000 If that's, if you're even going to use the entire money for the birthday.
0: Ah, I'm just looking at my friends' capacity. They cannot do that for me. (laughs) (laughs) Not even, not even that they don't have. It's not like a case of, okay, I Think they are not able to. Yeah. It's a case of they are able but will not. Arrow tight are the people I hang out with. You
1: know, we, so, we 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 are on the road to financial responsibility. So,
0: yeah, all of you are saying you people are investing and saving. What about giving?
1: <laughs> <laughs> giving? Quant? we'll Give you twenty five for two point five or? 2.5 or... 0.5 million will
0: not be bad, you know, anything yeah, right. like that. You
1: know, <laughs> yeah, those kind of things. That's yes, that's super yeah. interesting. Um I will my birthday will be much later. Um October. September. September. Yes. Okay, uh 25th, really? that's like almost October. So I would forgive you. <laughs> so do you
0: think October?
1: Yeah, it's almost October. So we'll talk about that August when i would open the gofundme for the birthday <laughs> party okay that's that's really nice cool. and i think for what you're for what you're saying it's the job so uh, can you can you count the number of applications you're able to put out within uh, like post grad to this time
0: I think a lot of people do say a minimum you should send out in a day is like fifty, and uh, if you're not sending that number, like you've not started any job search, it might not be. But like the whole essence of it is to really cast your net and cast a lot of it, just so that you're able to you know catch catch a fish or or I don't know, tax even. Mm. Uh, But I personally, I think because. The thing with sending out a lot of application is this you have to have a lot of cover letters and a lot of CVs ready for that kind of you know casting of nets. Yeah. And I don't have the capacity to be writing a lot of cover letters because these things have to be tailor-made. I know a lot of people then just randomly send those things, but I think that's f- less. You design it for a specific
1: whole- job. Yeah. Okay
0: yeah, it has to be designed to that particular organization. Even in the writing of the cover letters, everything has to be designed for that particular company. And it takes me, I think because writing overall takes me time because I really put, you know, my effort into it. My English goes into it. I try to put a lot of more over for So a lot of my mind goes into it. So I'm not able to um, apply as much as an average person, they would say. So I would give or take... um, send out like 90 day five a day and i know like january i was really sending out applications i would send out 90 day um so yeah i have sent out like a lot Even i think i've sent out like i don't know a good 60 i would say not a lot honestly yeah. too and this is also too between um like the problem with me is like i wasn't necessarily applying to a specific place because i've applied to kenya I've applied to the UK. Yeah. I've never applied to the US, yeah, but like I've applied outside like the UK too. Like I really cast my net. Yeah. I've applied to Sweden. So like I just apply. Yeah. I really just apply. I've applied to here mm-hmm. like in Nigeria. I really cast my net wide. So give or take overall um 60.
1: I, I like the fact that you said you you were just applying. Okay. I saw a post on LinkedIn where they said um. More men uh men are likely to apply more than females and most of the time we people young people limit um, they get intimidated by public job description and so they don't really send out as much applications as they should like you said so were you intimidated at some points by seeing like job descriptions how did you respond to that did you feel like oh I, I fit in 100% yeah
0: okay there's some roles that I feel like I fit in perfectly mm-hmm. I have uh, knowledge for it and um, uh, my skill sets fits well into it but then I didn't have the required job like years of experience i didn't have experience with it but i know that this is something i'm capable of doing yeah and just because like that's my area of interest like um where i currently work now they had sent out like um, earlier this year which i applied for um a research associate position and it was on the former headers Conflict and that's a conflict I'm very familiar with and that's a conflict I had written for my dissertation. So I really felt confident being like a research associate for that particular project and I felt that I could um, collect the data that was required of me and everything. Yeah, But then maybe... Uh, the experience part of it is something I couldn't do. The same thing too goes with another research position I had applied to, to in Sweden. Yeah. I felt like this is something I could do. Like conflict resolution is something that I'm very passionate about. And yeah. uh, I do have training in and good understanding of. And um, I can do it. Jk. Uh, yeah. But then I didn't go ahead to apply and I still get turned down just because <clears throat> I don't have maybe a work work experience, as if you said, assistant or associate. So um, I don't particularly get turn, turned off by job descriptions. I still um, put my head into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's just painful to see um, this is something I can do. I'm very confident I can do it. Mm-hmm. But then you don't still. Me a chance as somebody with probably be more work experience. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're not well deserved. And I think um, speaking to one of my friends is just like a lot. She always says a lot of amazing people applied as me, and um, I just happened to not take the job, not because I'm not amazing.
1: Yeah,
0: I just I was in a pool with other amazing fishes. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, it's our conf- once confidence is probably tested at these type of stages where you feel like. Uh, for your qualification, there could be thousands of other young people that are doing equally or even better, but it is the confidence if you think that you are equally good for the job and you know you're also open to learning and improving your your capacity so amongst all these ones you've been sending out, uh were there like some you had it in mind like I really want to apply for this place you know there are certain places like forward to working at mm. yeah so were they like amongst the ones you've sent were they like favorites the one you really really hope to get in and the others were just sending it to be able to send the required number of applications out a lot i just sent those for sending sake um, <laughs>
0: outside those ones yeah um i never hold I think the only place, like, I've set out, like, as a child, like, really growing up, like, maybe 8 to 10, oh, this is somewhere I would like to work in. I think it's probably maybe the UN. I've just like, oh, this is probably somewhere I would really um love to work in. And I was like, 8 when I had that dream, but um, I'm not necessarily pursuing it. Mm, yeah. But other than that, I've never had an organization that I say... This is where I would work in. I always thought I would retire in NIPS. <laughs> but like, I I started off in nips, but I always thought that is somewhere I would. You enjoyed you actually in.
1: you enjoyed what work, uh working in NIPS? I did
0: uh, sort of. I did. Oh, okay. I don't think oh. I enjoyed working in nibs. I think I really enjoyed the other extra activities I did in mm-hmm. just. And, yeah. um, you know, like, I enjoyed, like, the reading club. I enjoyed, you know, going for the teenagers boot camp. Like, I really enjoyed doing a lot of things that were really outside my comfort zone and, yeah. and coming in contact with people that were just so different from me. Yeah. Uh, so I really enjoyed that. Um, I enjoyed, you know, the people I worked with when I was there. I think that's particularly why I'm not... seriously chasing government works and Mm. you know looking to work in government parastatals and federal ministries and all that because i found out that i'm not the kind of person you would be in a workspace that is not challenging yeah i really found out really early because i had done an internship in a in a government parastatal and i wasn't doing anything and there's a way the Nigerian government system is like they really don't do much yeah you look at your degree and you're like I have a degree in this, but I'm up here sitting down here and all I do is browse. I'm wasting away, like literally I'm experiencing brain drain and it's just sad yeah. almost.
1: The the th- The idea about uh, government parastatals not really encouraging learning is actually true. Um, Where I did my industrial attachment is supposed to be like one of the top research institutes in the sciences for uh in the country well (laughs) they have they have silly silly excuses for there is no there was no like research going on every research that was was happening was individual research for the staff because that's like a criteria for a promotion and you have to continue learning you know go back to do your phd and the rest so it's more of personalized research rather than uh, group research that fits into the mandate of the parastatel. So there was little or nothing for us to learn. So as uh, young students there, we have to go to be looking at looking at for where work is going on, sit there, ask questions. If not, we had the option of just sitting down in the office and practically doing nothing sometimes. you know, It's, it's actually very true. <laughs> and it, it's a big problem that i feel uh nigeria has a long way to go in that regard that is why we have not been able to come up with vaccines and you know all those drugs that would have gone ahead to solve majority of the tropical diseases that are prevalent in nigeria so well, I what think
0: the minds are ready
1: yeah
0: i think yeah. the minds are ready but the system is not the ready system.
1: to really True. engage the minds and yeah. just um use them use, to be able yeah. to because we went there with so much enthusiasm, like ready to mm-hmm. learn mentality. Mm-hmm. Let's let's do mm-hmm. this thing. You know, first week, second week, third week, first month, second month, you get you get exhausted because time will now be moving slow. You're looking at the time uh to just get back and get back to your house or your lodge or anywhere you were staying. So, how did you deal with um disappointment, especially from some of those nice places you really wanted to get in, you know, I know the others might not really get to you, but there were some that you had your eyes really on. Did you get any rejection and how did you deal with that? I don't
0: know. I think I had mentioned it in the first episode. I had applied to Shell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had applied to Shell, um, in, like in a research capacity yeah. uh, and, so it was on sub-Saharan Africa. And, you know, that's something too that um, I have a good understanding of. And I'm like, okay, this is something I love. You know, research of ours, something I love and it's within the area I love to research about. So uh, we might as well. And, uh, you know, I applied and I'm happy and I'm confident. And like 12 hours later, I got rejected. Like in my head, I'm just like, you didn't even sit in your computer. Like it didn't even rest. Did you even take a peep? and like that and it was just i i i think i had suppressed my feelings of it and i was like i I don't understand that email like i I don't understand that email like
1: it was too it was too fast it was too fast i
0: was like i yeah and i remember that i'm going for like um my friend's family member's burial and you know i'm just trying to you know be a bit you know happy and everything and i just remember like in the morning like i woke up like i think the rejection hits me like a couple of days after and i'm like how dare they hey i must get a job and it must be a good job like and i just picked up my laptop like pretty early in the morning like five o'clock and i'm there googling like vacancies and um composing cover letters already yeah uh, and i remember just wakes up and she's like what are you doing this early mm. i'm like you this rejection thing i refuse to be the rejected ah i'm the blessed of the lord <laughs> you can't reject me
1: okay she was then like well we need to prepare for the burial and everything And we got there and okay, I so you are the, the burial place, place when it, you received me. No, like I was on my
0: way to the burial place. Oh, okay. And then I received this
1: email and I'm like, you know
0: what? It's not going to be about me. It's going to be about the person burying the dead. True. And I suppress it. And there, when they're burying the lady, I'm there crying. I don't even know the lady. I just know the lady's grandchild. Wow. And what they call it? People are like, oh my God. Ah, you really miss mama. I'm like, yeah. So I miss mama. <laughs> but no, so nice. I don't know. I don't know how. <laughs> And I'm there really going through a lot. Yeah. I'm waiting, I'm balling, I'm going through everything. Um, but it was just hard for me. It was hard. And it then really got harder when I then traveled for my graduation and I started applying to um in the UK and I was also to receiving and um, rejections there and everything. And it bugged me. I wasn't getting anything. My parents weren't willing to like um keep me abroad um, and yeah. for me to keep getting this rejection since I wasn't getting employment. Like, I might as well come back home with them. And I came back home and they were just like if you ever find something you can always go back and yeah. you know, I'm applying, I'm sending out my friends really send me places that like Anybody they, they take anybody and anything, and I applied then they did not even I take even even them like, <laughs> <laughs> this one. They sent me my rejection. I'm just like now, wow, and they take anything and anybody. Why not me? Am I not anything? And it just got a little bit more bummy and bummy.
1: You know, you know, we always talk about how uh we are ready for failures and rejections, but I think it's easier said than done. It is when these things like happen to us very practically that we can we can feel the impact and how much it pains and hurts, especially if you've invested a lot of resource or even hope into this thing. Mm-hmm. So today, one of yep. my, I had this lo- uh, long, like leading to reach out to one of my friends, and I reached out to him briefly. I told him, okay, we needed to talk, maybe not today because I'm busy. Maybe we'll talk later on. And he responded, telling me some uh, unpleasant things that happened and rejection from Tony Tony Elumelu um, Foundation grants application and all that. I was feeling really bad for him, but I had to encourage him, you know. And one of the things I told him is that it's. I think it's a learning period. So you, maybe the skill or the the lessons you've learned from this application would have like an application in another place entirely. So I think no no experience is like a waste. <laughs> no experience is a waste. No, I agree. You've learned I, how I to. Agree. So let's look at it from the bright side. Even your written English probably must have increased a little from the 100 tens of applications you had to write to write to write to write to write. And then uh, maybe in your researcher. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I've not written yeah. in a long time was then I tried to apply for a scholarship. Oh boy. it took it was harder than I thought. Like it was very hard. You just was making stupid grammar error, you know I I'll send it to a friend who send it back with lots of red lines and all I applied for a scholarship uh I think the, we're supposed to get feedback this June. I don't know what I'm feeling. (laughs) Am I ready to receive the rejection? And how would I react if I get in? Am I even ready to even uh, continue with the application? Because that's like stage one of four, three Mm or four, you know? So it's it's, the waiting period for me also. It's like, okay, what's going to happen? what's going to happen? Like, what's going to happen? How am I going to, like, breeze up myself? So, we don't really, we don't really have so much to lose because there's always something. I have, yeah. Yeah.
0: I have come to understand that life is in ebbs and flows. Yeah. There will always be, you know, good seasons and the bad seasons. There will always be a season of rejection and there will be always be, there will always be a season of plenty, uh, quote unquote, quotes because i've gone through a series of disappointments with the rejections i was getting with my job applications to then coming into this new season with the new month of june where um it then seems like i'm a gigi bread now then they chase me uh and it, it it made me agree with you in the sense of you do get better i think my job applications um are better like it's better than the first one I wrote. And the the, the the second one I wrote is better than the third one I wrote is better than the second and on and on and on. Like I'm just improving because I keep looking at it and I'm, I'm asking people, what do I do? How do I make it better? Like yeah. what exactly are they looking for? Because I, there's still a consistency with the kind of job roles I'm looking for. Do you get? So I sit down with the job description. I'm just like, what does this Mm-hmm. what do you want inside this mm-hmm. and outside that i keep also to looking at what skill set are they looking for that i don't particularly have because yeah. when you say a good communicator duh i communicate <laughs> <laughs> i own a podcast this application so yeah. duh 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 so but i sit with it and i look at it and i'm just like okay um you know the one is sweden the one here and some other places, too, they, they keep asking for Python, R, all these fancy um, softwares we supposed yeah. to learn. I'm just like, okay, I probably could take that up. In as much as I'm regretting it now because I'm just like, oh, this code, it? The code you need code me. I don't know if I did crack him or he crack me, but <laughs> I'm learning it. Yeah. I am learning it. Uh, but then I took that up. And I was learning it and I was like, while I wait, I still want to improve myself. I still want to. And I will sit in this waiting period, um, knowing too that I would always have waiting periods. I would always have disappointing seasons and seasons of rejection. But what's my response to it? How do I respond in my my season of wait? How do I respond when I face disappointments? Granted, there are days that I cried. Granted, there are days that it just seems like I'm unconsolable. Like it just seems like there's nothing you would say, do, that would make me come out of the funk I am. Yeah. But then I'm as I sleep and I wake up, it's a new day. Mm. And I'm going to, I just tell myself, my response is different. Yeah. It's a new day. I've cried it out, but then I have to keep going today. So mm-hmm. I pick up my laptop, I search again. I see something I like, Ooh. and I shoot. My <laughs> you know, I keep shooting my shot. I really do yeah. keep shooting my shot. It takes a lot of boldness to really put yourself out there and say, "Hey, this is what I do. Take me now." So it it, it takes it takes a lot of boldness and it takes a lot of courage too to receive mm-hmm. the reception objections too. Mm-hmm. And even with this current role, I think um, it took more boldness because. Uh, at the time where I then sent out this application, I had applied there for two times, and that this time was the third time me applying there. And um I I had taken an advice of someone, the person said I should um either code call or like send out emails to like organizations that I I I wanted to work with and yeah. send them emails or call them. I'm um, saying this is who I am, and if there's any role available for me, it took a lot of boldness to do that. Cause these people have already sent me their news already. I mm. don't receive I'm Now I'm going again, but I'm going, I'm going more vulnerable because there's nothing to apply for. I'm telling you, mm. see, squeeze me, squeeze me anywhere. Look at me, squeeze me, squeeze me, squeeze me, squeeze me. That's- but then, if someone is actually looking for a job. I would also to advise that, you know, pick up the call. If you can find the hiring managers phone number or the country director's email, shoot them an email, say, introduce yourself. This is who I am. This is what I can offer. I feel confident that wherever you need a business analyst, I'm the person for you. I have these skills, that skills, this skills. You won't regret it. Mm. i bet you have a look at my cb and cover letter attached below um and you might actually get something and if you don't get anything you keep trying you really do keep trying and trying i think
1: yeah, yeah. Know, i think the future is is for those that are daring and trying so back to the uh, the gist i saw on linkedin they said uh women are they, they they want to be hundred percent qualified before they make the move to apply, but f- for men, once they feel like they are sixty percent uh, fit into the job description, they go ahead and apply. It's the boldness, and that is I think one of the major characteristics that some companies look out for. You know your ability to dare to do something new. You know going out of your way. And personally, let me say something. Yeah. Men have been trying and daring
0: since forever. <laughs> yeah. Because you see them consistently, they keep asking girls out and they keep receiving news <laughs> and they go again. True, true. I I actually think it's a you, know, you know, you know, you know, you practice boldness, you mm-hmm. practice confidence. Mm-hmm. And that's something too that I'm learning now. Like, I'm not very bold. <laughs> I'm not very confident. You know, I'm to turn them I say, Oh, she's very confident. I'm not actually very confident, neither am I very bold. But then it's something that I want to work on. I practice it. I mm-hmm. daily put in work to see, making sure I'm confident. And I, I, it means me stepping outside my comfort zone. And men do this easily. Like when the they're nine, yeah. yeah, all the time. But True. you never see a woman ask a man out. She does it maybe in her twenties. Yeah. That's when she's practicing boldness. That I men have been practicing since they were 13 <laughs> in secondary school. <laughs> exactly. So, it's a lot, and sometimes you, as a woman, you're just like, I don't want to give you any excuse to reject me, yeah. so I'm going to get all my
1: documents, all my things, before I actually, yeah,
0: yeah, before I actually make my power move. And you just see men, they'll be like, i fine, <laughs> I go, I go. Yeah. Exactly. baby, I love you,
1: talk your own,
0: the boldness. Baby, I
1: love you, you know,
0: talk your own, <laughs> talk your own, you yeah. know it,
1: yeah. So, I think the lesson for us is to from the whole conversation today is to keep on trying to be bold, and also in the waiting period we should continue developing ourselves you know that's I think that's what I pick up from this conversation and I have not really gotten to i've not started sending out applications yet, but what one of the things that has been going through my head is you know I'm just wondering. What do people want what do organizations want uh, I'm trying to look out for places I would love to work and then what are those skills that they they might require you know should I go and take short courses I them
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah I want to go and take short courses you know and in the last one month I think I wrote down a list a lot of things I'm now it's almost like overwhelming but I'm trying to calm down um, take one at a time one at a time so that it won't be like I'm just taking courses but I'm actually learning because those things they you know to understand the practical applications of whatever theoretical theoretical thing I'm going to learn and another way I think I've been developing myself is is, um, involving myself with like uh, teams development teams that are doing different kind of jobs it's unofficial but i just tag along they send me reports i help them write because yeah, yes so yeah, I think, those things are actually jobs do you know yes. the thing is sometimes we take all this
0: small volunteer stuff that we do here I, and I'm, there as i'm beginning city, to take it things, yeah yeah you should because mm. the thing about it is um you actually don't have work experience if you did like the four years thing straight yeah. and you didn't do anything. You don't have work experience. So it's hard for an employer to trust you in that job role. You mm-hmm. can't even blame them for rejecting you. Yeah. Granted, you have head knowledge of it, but you don't have... Practical actual physical experience with it. You don't have practical Mm -hmm. experience because even me, I can act I can accept and acknowledge that I have head knowledge of Mm -hmm. whatever role that I have. And granted, it's good head knowledge, but it's not enough to tell your employer that he or she should place confidence Mm -hmm. in you. Yeah. I have good communication skills, but then I only communicate here. I have never spoken to, you know any yeah. key stakeholder or important personality and that's a different communication skill required to yeah, do that there's, a, yeah. there's yeah. a there's a there's a way to doing it exactly. that's different from hi yeah. hello
1: you know that's very important for example i was called upon last week to actually um, give my thought about asking questions so a particular group of volunteers are going to the field to gather data and I was asked to just tell them about my experience and I put up a little presentation. I was so surprised with how much I've actually learned and picked up the whole skill around asking questions, you know, trying to get uh, enough information from the People that you are having conversations with the key informants and the coordinating focus group discussions you how you would want to leave that place with the right information that you need for whatever analysis that you would do later on you know i was a little bit proud of myself and it made me value more all the little little volunteering work in fact some of the volunteering is almost like uh, unconscious it's not like very official volunteer it's like more like just tag along and I'm glad I made myself available and I'm really really appreciating that now <laughs>
0: okay money is important when you're looking for a job granted yeah. but then yeah. experience is, much more, is w- way much better mm-hmm. because those experiences give you opportunities to get job roles that give you um, the opportunity to make more money yeah, and true. I think that's something too we don't properly understand. Mm. And I know when I was probably maybe in my last work role, and then they were just like, "Oh, we'll be offering you um this amount of um, money," and I was like, "Nah, nah, nah." That sometimes to like with work now, uh, mm. granted the pay might not be as you want it good to. for you. Mm. But you have to also to check: is it realistic for you to live on? Jige, mm. you can't expect to be living in, um, let's say, an expensive city now, like Lagos or Abuja, yeah. on seventy four thousand naira as salary oh, when yeah. you're living by yourself. Mm. You have to like, you know, feed yourself, harbour yourself. You know, you have to just take care of yourself, Everything and you can't. Yeah, you can't sufficiently do that on seventy four thousand. But let's say you're in a city with your parents you can actually take on that amount of work. Yeah. For a you start. Like, yes, yeah. for, for a start, because you, you don't need to feed yourself. You don't need to parent. You don't necessarily even need to sometimes take yourself to work. You can always tag along with your parents. Yeah. So you also have to reason it's true. Yeah. But then you also can sacrifice um, not taking a big paying job for the experience of it, for the learning of it. And it's important to do that. Yeah. And when you do that, you not only pick up, I, I think people, I think for my last internship, I'm just like, I I don't know if I left here with tangible technical skills that apply to my workspace yeah. as much as life skills that I've gotten.
1: So there's and always something either way. Yes, there's always
0: There's, there's always something either ways mm. because there's a lot of um, emotional intelligence that I was able to learn in a workspace. I think, um, I still had a lot of growing to do in terms of how to comport myself in a workspace, forget the work of it; like, you know, I can obviously, um, um, efficiently carry out my work. Um, but then, you know, all the, there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's some languages that are not acceptable in, in the workspace, yeah. like the I language or you people kind of language, so because we, there's some work experience, there's some workspaces that require you to actually have a team spirit, team spirit. and okay. I can work in a team, but I cannot speak like someone that works in a team. Mm-hmm. I always say, "You people should do this work, not we should do this work, or I think we should do this work." No, we should. Or there's just some like there's just some vo- like vocabularies yeah. that I think makes it sound like you're very I
1: instead mm-hmm. of we. Yeah, they, they don't teach us these things in school, so it's when you are now in this setting that you will be able to understand like people's role how to work as a team you know the whole etiquette and protocol attached to work and another another skill I think young people should pay attention to and maybe you want to share experience is in negotiation so in as much as (laughs) you
0: yeah
1: I became conscious of uh, conscious of it not too long and I had a conversation with one of our friends um he's a career coach and then we had a whole conversation around negotiation. And it's an important skill to have because in developed countries, I don't know if it happens in Nigeria, but two or three people are doing the same amount of work but have different work um, expectations. So somebody will negotiate to work a certain number of hours or negotiate a certain amount or even vacation period and length (laughs) you have to be able to speak for yourself. And you... Because if you don't, they'll just give you what's available. So working in, like... Informally as a volunteer, actually exposed me to how important it is. Um, as much as we are excited to start a job role where you know there's whole enthusiasm, we want to go and show them that we can do it. We need to know how to negotiate our timings, you are honest about your abilities, what you need to go and learn better, or you know, all those things, then you can, and you can only do that if you know you are offering a lot of value. Because if you have now honest uh, unexp- some ridiculous kind of conditions, they might lay you off. So before you be able to negotiate, you know that okay, I'm giving value and if they know that they are going to get value from you, you know you see them willing to agree to your to your conditions and uh, as you grow, I think in your career, you your ability to negotiate actually improves and your shakara levels also improves because (laughs) you've gathered i think a lot of what's what's your experience with negotiating um
0: i do see the point you're trying to make now because uh, a friend of mine referred me to a particular work role that i turned down um to take the new role that i have now and the salary is non-negotiable like So they say, it's company policy, this is the price, this is the amount. Mm -hmm. And then I go in for the interview and he sees, you know, you have kind of the skills that we're looking for. And I go ahead and I say my no. And, you know, he calls me back and he's like, he's willing to negotiate for that price. Mind you, the person that referred me for that job position, we would be on the same position. But then now he's offering me way more, than wow. his so-called non-negotiate. You cannot break this negotiation for this particular price, for wow. this particular role. I think it all boils down to how valuable are you? And even when you're in the interview, you should sit as someone that is valuable and someone that's actually irreplaceable. Yeah. And like after the interview, he was like, I can see you're very confident. In my head, I'm just like, <laughs> 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 love you. <laughs> Like, yeah. if you only see my legs my legs are shaking uh, you oh, know, there's a no. difference
1: between being rude and proud and also being confident you know you you are it's it i think there's a thing like there's like a lot the difference but a lot of people might want to jump into the other ones oh, okay mm-hmm. this is what i want this is what i want so i think focusing on the value that you have to offer you no, know, rather than telling them about uh some things that they don't want to hear.
0: <laughs> I would say this with negotiation is this. I think, you know, I enjoy haggling, but like market haggling. You get like market haggling. Office kind of haggle. it's, it's It makes me uncomfortable, I won't lie. Uh, but then is this. I think it's okay to actually speak up for what you want. If mm. you're a kind of person that you really want work-life balance like i want to work but i still want to have a social life like i still want to go on dates and feel like a baby girl like not sat down typing yeah it's important for you to and say i actually prioritize my mental health and i would like um, to be in a work environment that lets me yeah. balance my work and my life, and that is why I'm negotiating with you right now. Um, I'm telling you right now that I can only come to work four times a week. A week, true. And actually saying it, I think the thing is this: sometimes we actually think we can't make those demands, the, but you demands, can actually yeah. make. And uh, you know you want and to. I think
1: I, yeah.
0: Uh, for me, I think when I was going in for my interview, now I was just thinking, I can't actually tell them. I can't take. I I I want some days off. I just look on serious. I just look like I'm playing chess or playing. I don't know ludo. I just feel like you don't take me seriously. I don't. I feel like sometimes whenever um, whenever I come now tell you this is what I want and this is what I actually demand from you. Yeah. I think people are not like you. I feel like sometimes you, my employers think I'm doing too much or. I'm on serious, but then that's not the case. Yeah. It, it's actually presented to them is I value my work with you, but I also to value myself and I know what I bring to this team. And give or take, however you go, you're still going to get 110% more yeah. from me than you would ever get from another person. So for me to be able to function optimally, I require you yeah. the amount of money because you don't expect me now to be jumping balls. Water will touch me. She will pour me, and uh, yeah. what they call it, I will now get to work. And you expect me to be not sleeping? I'm tired. The journey was hard, but if you had pay me extra yeah. money, I can take a boat. Exactly. I'll be comfortable when I get to the work. I'm efficient. I'm um, you know, effective. Yeah, I'm I'm calm. I'm cool. You know, I'm <laughs> soft. I don't um, have to worry. Yeah,
1: for listeners that are probably in a job already, you didn't get to negotiate. I watch a lot of CNBC make it. and One of the things uh, they draw attention to when it comes to negotiation is when you are offering value already in the system, there are times and opportunities where you can actually make certain demands, like demanding for a raise, demanding for certain things that would make your work much easier. So it's important you do that maybe during your interview stage. But even if you're already in the job, don't hesitate to ask for, you know, what you feel would help you to give out uh, your best to the job. And every sensible employer would want to make you feel very comfortable for you to give your Optimum (laughs) attention to the work you are doing. So I do think, yeah, I do think when you're coming to make that kind
0: of request, when you're already in the job, I think it's good to come with statistics, come with numbers, come with your charts. After you've made probably a
1: big, a big feat, or you know, after yeah, something
0: yeah. Yeah, show them the progression. Show them the impact of your work. Tell them this is the amount of progress we've been able to make due to my contribution to this team. uh, Like profit has increased by this margin because of what I'm able to do here. I've been able to lead the team. I've been able to do this. I've been able to do that. Show them, not just tell them, show them. them. It's not enough to tell you, I contribute to this organization. I'm showing you that since resuming here in this particular role at this particular time, I've been able to do this, do this, do that, do this. And the progression shows, it shows the numbers don't lie. Figures yeah. don't lie. And that's the important, like I think that's something I love about data. Data yeah. doesn't lie. The numbers tell a story tell and the numbers story. are not fake. Yeah. If I tell you 60 people have died due to violence, 60 people have died due to violence. And if I show you the progression of it, that tells you the urgency to which you should actually apply, I don't know, um, any intervention that, you know, I suggest to you. The numbers tell a story. The numbers don't lie.
1: Yeah. It's amazing and that's how- that's
0: data, that's figure. Yeah.
1: It's amazing how you know people can actually grow in their jobs, and a lot of people are not aware. Um, one can even grow to a partner level. I, I think I yeah. have a situation where um a lady was making a demand, she closed up a lot of deals and she made the bold move. I, I think I am now on the partner level <laughs> to get to the to the level with the big boys. And they they know how much of uh, her contribution is helping the company. And as scary as it sounded, you know, you want to yeah. be able to share the profit with us. You want to be in the management team. They had to give her the opportunity. So there's nothing wrong in asking. The worst thing yeah. they can say is no. And every, yeah. every because of the, uh, any good organization with good, Work ethics would not take offense with you making a demand. It's not a marketplace that you can fight and somebody will send you out of (laughs) their shop. Uh, I think the other,
0: my pastor said it today, but in a different kind of context, but it also applies here. And the other side of boldness is actually all your dreams Hmm. because it takes a lot Hmm. of boldness, it takes a lot of courage to actually stand up and say, I demand this And, you know, the dream salary you've been waiting for, hoping for, is at the other side of you being bold enough to actually say, give me that. At the other side of your boldness is every single thing that you want. So there's nothing wrong with being bold. You Hmm. lose nothing. If they say no, that's okay. That's all right. After a couple of months, you try again. Mm -hmm. You keep trying. And if, if you feel like, I don't want to keep trying here, you try another organization mm-hmm. and you would probably get triple, for, mm-hmm. like quadruple mm-hmm. of what that other company would ever give you. Mm-hmm. And that, you would never know that that another company could even give you quadruple mm-hmm. if you don't take a chance at yourself mm-hmm. and be bold, be confident. And you would actually see that all I actually wanted, all I actually dreamt of was at the other side of my boldness of me being bold.
1: All right. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, it is an amazing conversation that we hope to continue as our podcast progresses. So stay tuned for amazing conversation, us sharing our journeys in building a career, starting one and hunting for one. Uh, we would like to yes. hear- <laughs> Too. We'd like to hear from you. What was your experience looking for a job or in your job right now? How, how was the waiting period? How was your negotiation uh, conversation? And how are you giving value to the organization that you are working with? If you can send us an email at lifeingpodcast at gmail.com, or you could just drop a comment or a message on Instagram, at The Life in Podcast, on Facebook, at The Life in Podcast, or on the Anchor app. We would really love to hear from you. Yeah,
0: for those of you that don't also to know, there's, if you're on the Anchor app, there's an opportunity for you to actually um, leave us a voice message, an actual voice yeah. message. We would love to hear from you. We would also to love to, also to share on the podcast so so feel free if you want to be part of the podcast or if you actually have a question for us or a um, conversation that you want us to actually have send it to on the voice message um by just simply clicking episode um i think episode website or like uh like uh something website if you're like on apple or on Spotify, it directly takes you to Anchor where you can actually leave us that particular message. Please don't also to forget to write us a review. The reviews really, really help push our content out there and really tells, you know, all the platforms that we share our podcast that this is a top podcast that you should actually listen to and get knowledge from. We love sharing our stories. We love sharing our journey and all that we know so far. We don't know anything, you know, but all that we know so far. <laughs> Learning, we are sharing. Learning, even with boldness like even with boldness is something that i'm really praying for and it's something that i'm really really learning i'm really 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 learning to be bold and i think um i'm practicing it because as i said earlier like boldness takes to be bold takes a lot of practice and yeah. for you to be able to practice you have to be able to have opportunities where that, that requires you to step out of yourself and requires you to actually jump into the unknown and i think that's also to why i took the job role i took because i know that every single day i'm jumping into the unknown i don't know what um that job role requires of I, think, I really hope my players don't listen to this episode but <laughs> um, yes. I, that
1: is I don't how, know I, yeah we have endless conversations on this platform yeah
0: but everything you don't actually know what it is but if you keep jumping and you keep daring mm-hmm. and you keep even somehow somewhere boldness you're training yourself to be bold and you're bringing out the very thing called the courageous inside of you outside of you okay. so just keep trying
1: okay people bye thank you so much bye